Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Happy being alive day, everybody. It is a Trash Tuesday, and so bring us your trashes. We'll do our trashes coming up in 20 minutes from now. We're also stunned to a news this hour, and in 40 minutes, college football's opening weekend comes and goes, and I'm not so certain we had as much juice as we were hoping for. Now, Colorado certainly had juice, and the Buffalo's big win over TCU was the story of the weekend, and more on Colorado coming up later on in the show, but a huge part of Colorado's interest is that NFL fans know Deion Sanders. And NFL fans are interested by Deion Sanders. And so Deion crosses across a very wide swath of America. Football fans know him. NFL fans know him. College football fans know him. Some non-sports fans know him. Dion has that type of celebrity. And so what Dion does, especially when Dion is kind of guaranteeing greatness and talking about spirituality and talking about elevating the program with a cause, for a cause, with kids, for kids, doing things a different way, talking about things with a bravado, with a, a certain an approach that's just very magnetic, it draws a lot of people in. And so Colorado's win on Saturday was the exclamation point that everybody's talking about today, yesterday, et cetera. It was not by far the most important game. It was not by far the most important outcome. Those two teams will not be in the college football playoff. It's probable that neither one of those teams even plays for a conference championship. The most important game of the weekend was Florida State LSU. And Florida State took a hammer in the second half to the Bayou Bengals. Second and 10 from the 44. Snap back, play action. Travis, man open, it's Bell. Four sideline, 20, 15, 10, 5. Get in there, baby! Jaheim Bell, his first career touchdown pass reception. And Jordan Travis, a career high, four touchdown passes. I take full responsibility for not having our team playing the kind of football I thought they would. And um, our players have got to make a decision that you know, they they have to get back to um, the practice field and, and double down on their efforts and their attention to detail and their focus and, and the things that they need to do as well. Ball game. Jordan Travis with a fist pump. 
And with the eyes of the college football world on Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Mike Norvell and the Florida State Seminoles have made a grand statement. Seminoles radio on the call. That was Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly said after the game, we thought we were something who we weren't. And kind of blamed arrogance, overlooking the opponent. And maybe there was some of that for LSU. This was the most interesting game of the weekend, though, because both programs have a chance at the playoff. Both programs have a really good chance of winning their conferences. Both programs have national championship histories and DNAs and trying to get back there. And for LSU, widely regarded as Alabama's biggest challenge to the SEC West and one of the biggest challenges to Georgia's dominance of the SEC as a whole. And you look at that final score and go, whoa, what happened to LSU? And some of that is misleading. And some of that is misleading. Because this was a one-score game until the fourth quarter. And it doesn't look like it was. It looks like FSU blew them out. That wasn't really the case. And I thought that this is a bad look for LSU. Don't get me wrong. It's a bad look. But remember last year when LSU starts slow as well and Brian Kelly slowly turns them into a powerhouse by the end of the season? I wonder if he uses this the same exact way. What he told the media is what he's going to tell those guys. You thought you were something that you weren't. You thought you were something that you weren't. And look at what happened. You got embarrassed. You got humiliated. And he won't go easy on them. And that's understandable. But I didn't think it was nearly as bad as that final score would indicate. If you looked at the score going into the fourth quarter, I'm trying to find exactly what the score was. But I I think it was a one-score game with five minutes gone by or so in the fourth or a couple minutes gone by in the fourth. I mean, it was not 45-24. It was not a bludgeoning. And... It got away from LSU. It was 24-17 going into the fourth, and it was a 17-all game with two minutes to play or three minutes to play in the third quarter. So it was it was a tie ball game with 18 minutes left, and then it finishes up 45-24, and the last LSU touchdown is a garbage-time touchdown that didn't matter with a little over a minute to play. So it was 45-17. So it went 17-17, late third, to 45-17. Now that says a lot about what Mike Norvell has done at Florida State. And Jordan Travis just was an absolute monster. And that's been always the big question mark about Florida State. How long is it going to take for Jordan Travis to turn into the star that he's supposed to be? And it looks like we got our answer. He finally did it. I mean, that game was the best of Jordan Travis. He was escaping the pocket. He was making throws on the run. He was creating uh, big plays with his legs. He was moving the chains. He wasn't throwing interceptions. It was a 4-1 to touchdown interception ratio in terms of throwing the ball. He moved the ball. He made big plays. He was the leader that they needed, and we've been waiting to see if Jordan Travis ever was going to become that guy. He did. And for Florida State, I mean, look at the ACC right now. Clemson gets walloped last night by Duke and Florida State dismantles LSU. 
I mean, suddenly the ACC feels like it's the Seminoles' territory after just one game. Granted, it's one game, but those are two dramatic differences in the outcomes of your one game. I don't think this means LSU season is done by a long shot. I thought Jaden Daniels just looked really pedestrian all night. And and every time they needed a play to bust out of a tight ball game, they didn't get it. And it was also basically a home game for Florida State. LSU played at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, which was 80% Florida State fans. You know, this is not an SEC game. And you might say, well, if, they, if they're going to get trucked by Florida State, they're going to get trucked by most of the SEC. I don't believe that. I, I think this is kind of a lying-in-the-weeds LSU team that Kelly's going to use, and he's going he's gonna to beat them up over this, and it's kind of the perfect way to lose. It looks terrible on paper. Now, if we get to the college football playoff committee looking at, you know, kind of your worst loss or how bad you lost – and they look at 45-24, and they say, well, you know, we can't put LSU in because, let's just say, they they lost to Alabama, and then they they lost by 20 points, three touchdowns to, to Florida State. Okay, maybe. But if you really, if we remember this loss, it's a 17-17 game basically on the road late third against what could be the ACC champ which probably should be the ACC champ. It's really not that bad. Jaden Daniels has to be way better. And ultimately, LSU's defense collapsed late in this game. But I I thought it was a little misleading, that final score and and the way that the game went. And for Florida State, look, they've been waiting for this forever. When are they going to get back to being one of the power brokers? And this is very good for college football in a lot of ways. Number one, you need somebody that's not Clemson out of the non-Big Ten and SEC conferences to be a real player. It can't only be Clemson. You need somebody else in the ACC or the Pac-12 or the Big 12 to really give the SEC a run for their money year in, year out. And one of the only schools that can say that right now is Florida State. They have the brand. They have the the expenses. They have the fan base, they have the legacy, they have the national championships, they have everything that it takes to be a national power broker that's not of the Big Ten and not of the SEC. We need more of those. Good for football. Also good for football that neither one of these schools was scared of this matchup. And I'll get to more of that coming up here, you know, later on in the hour, but it's it's really annoying that so many great schools avoid the big matchup early. They don't want to play any power five matchups. When you're looking up and down week one, you're like, oh boy, there's a lot of slop out there. There, are basically a lot of exhibition games. So I appreciate LSU and Florida State challenging themselves in week one before they get a breather, before they can knock off the rust. And hopefully we got another superstar now in Jordan Travis. Because, you know, it's it's felt like we knew the two quarterbacks that we were going to talk about all season long, being Drake May and Caleb Williams, would be nice if a couple other guys broke into that conversation and maybe Travis is one of those guys. It's a great, great night for him. Great night. And a great night for Mike Norville. Because, you know, it's been a bit of a, a slower build than maybe some in Tallahassee would want. But 
you're starting to finally see the dividends of hiring the right guy. And more on this coming up later on in the show, but I think there were questions about whether a guy from Memphis could get it done at Florida State, and especially early when in that COVID year they went 3-6, and six, and the year after they went 5-7, and seven, no bowl games, and people are wondering what the hell is going on. This guy's on the hot seat. And last year they finished ranked number 11 in the country in the AP. And now they have a signature win already this year. So it took a little longer than they wanted to, but looks like Norvell's got the pieces now in place, something that they can't say in Gainesville. So Pat Boyle shows up on my feed last night, and he's looking fly for a white guy as always. I, I'm not on Twitter or Facebook right now. It's a, it's a floral ensemble that he had, and he posted a picture of himself would appear to be in like a tennis ball closet at the U.S. Open. That's correct. Dressing room of the one of the pro shops. Dressing room, one of the pro shops. Got it. Did you buy that outfit there? I did. Wow. So you went to the U.S. Open in jeans and a polo? No. So I went in the outfit I had on. So that was what? Yes, today's Tuesday. It was Monday. That was Sunday. That was Sunday's outfit that you slept in, apparently. Yes. So I was doing, I did an update shift here yesterday. Kevin Wall produced the show for Bart Winkler, who filled in for you on the Labor Day. Sunday, I was there, stayed way too late. I'm driving back, of course, hitting traffic on Long Island, like there, or, you know, Queens, Long Island. That's basically where the U.S. Open is, as there always is. At any time in the day, you would think it would be harder to get off the island of Manhattan than it is to get on it. And that is not the case. That is not the case. So by the time I got, you know, I'm making my way to Hoboken, it's like 1.30, 1.45, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, I got to be up for this update shift in like two hours. I was like, I... I don't know if I trust myself. I guess I just I'll go back and sleep at the station, and I'll figure it out in the morning. So I did the shift, and then I was like, all right, do I now? I can drive back to New Jersey, shower up, change my clothes. I was like, but, you know, then I'm just going back. Then I'm going right back into New York, paying for the tunnel, paying for the Midtown Tunnel. It's $30 in tolls. I'll just go. I know they have a pro shop. I'll buy an outfit. I'll wear that. <laughs> So that was what happened, and I dropped 150 bucks on a shirt and pair of shorts. So you go to the pro shop, and I got to give you credit. You pick the loudest ensemble there could be. That is a attention-grabbing, at times jarring ensemble. It's like a, it's like maybe a magenta or maybe a, a what, what would, type of red would that be? I would say this is, either, you know, a, a mar- no, it's not as dark not as maroon. maroon. There's no brown in that. I it's, would say magenta is a good... Good description. It's 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 between red and purple. And then, so it's already a, a very colorful thing. And then it's got collar. And then, are those palm leaves or flowers on it? I don't know what they are. It's kind of a design that looks like perhaps it was from 1986 in a Miami Vice episode. Yeah, it's like something you see in an art museum. And you, you're like, eh, this doesn't look really good. And it's like, <laughs> this is art. <laughs> So you bought the the top and do the shorts have the same floral pl- print? No, they're okay. they're plain, but they are the same. They are the same color. The the same reddish color. So you buy you buy this outfit. <laughs> you also stunt on social media with it, 
and then uh, you go out and you do you cover the U.S. Open or are you just watching as a fan at this point? Well, so technically I'm covering it. I got the credential for CBS Sports Radio. But, but there's no on-air component. There's no writing component. There's no nothing. No, it's no, just okay. I'm just posting as much stuff on social media <laughs> to, you know, I'm covering it. Okay, got it. But, hey, you know, networking, we're schmoozing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And when I'm when I no I, grand I, benefit to the network, but just other than the awareness of that I'm there, no, no, no none whatsoever. When okay. when I when I when I go to the press conferences, I've been asking questions. Oh, that's how I address myself. Do you wear that? Did you wear that to a press conference? I did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the one guy, the one guy that works for wow. a, a media, you know, a radio station or a TV station in New Zealand. When he saw me, because I've been chatting with him the last couple of days, he goes, "Is what are you going on South Beach?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, any comments aside from the uh, the New Zealander about your outfit? No, not a lot. Um, somebody said they liked it, and I was like, "I was like, yeah." I was like, "I probably, you know, I wish I could be a pro." And the guy goes, "Yeah, maybe next season." I was like, "Yeah, maybe next life." What's great is that you dropped 150 bucks in an outfit for the U.S. Open. Can you ever wear that outfit again? What other... Well, when I play. When I play tennis with my with my roommates. Or or going to the gym. It's a good gym shirt. Is it? Yeah, why not? Oh, it's, it's not Nike. collared. Okay, I was wrong. No, it's not collared. But, so here... And then here's... <laughs> here's the sad part, Dia. Here's the, the thing I'm ashamed of. Yeah. Is that then I stayed again, as Bogus said in the update, late last night. Yeah. I slept here again last night. Yeah. Minimal sleep. So... I'm now wearing the same outfit I wore all of yesterday when I bought it at the pro shop. Ooh. And I was probably planning on going back today, and I was like, oh, maybe buy another one. Buy another shirt. And I haven't showered in about two days. And I was going to say, it's been two of the hottest days of the entire year in the northeast of the New York area. So you've been outside, huffing back and forth, and you must feel totally gross not having showered and slept on the station couch for now going on day three. Yeah, hopefully that guy doesn't sniff it anytime soon. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, our natural odor is that of, like, dry-aged Parmesan and onions, especially in the nether regions. <laughs> you mean our, as in male species, human race, yeah. radio people, the boils? Yeah. Who are exactly <laughs> are the No, our? I would say the male species. Okay. A hot and sweaty day. <laughs> Don't you feel so gross? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Long answer short, yes. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself that I've didn't didn't just couldn't couldn't stop watching tennis to just go back and be a normal person, shower and go to bed at a reasonable time. Um was night two on the old couch in the back better than night one? Mm. Do you get used to sleeping on that couch? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I fall asleep on couches a lot. I don't know what it is. You get into a nice nice little nook in a couch. You get your head propped up in, a, in the right spot. You start curling those feet. Oh, you can. Yeah, I'm knocked right out. The, the, the last night was great. Because the first night I went in there, and I don't think I... I think the temperature the guy has in his, in his office is like 73. Oh, you're going into somebody's office. I thought you were using the couch... That's kind of in the common area. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Going into a man's office that you don't know. You're sleeping on his couch. <laughs> hey, Mikasa Sukasa, right? 
Yeah, Essen, right. Essen right. and Chico. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure the the sales manager is going to really like that phrase when he wakes up one day. He walks into the office one day and he's got Pat Boyle passed out on his couch in his office. Hey, me casa, suit casa, bro. <laughs> I remember Jody Mack getting caught on a weekend sleeping on the couch. It just happened to be one of those days where one of the associates in the sales department came in and he's like, who is this man sleeping on the couch? <laughs> I can't imagine what that couch was smelling like when Jody would uh, would occasionally take naps on weekends. This man. Who is this man? That's Kevin Wall who's in for Pete the Body today. Pete the Body begins day one of three weeks of paternity leave in a row. So we will not have Pete the Body back until October almost, I think. Pete, I feel like Pete was on a heater. In terms of the things he was saying, his on-air presence. Yeah, he was. He took a big, big step up. He was. He was feeling himself. He was very, very comfortable. We had a couple of, we had a lot of Pete versus moments. His uh, exploits on the SAG after writers. <laughs> yeah. Pete had some, some scorching hot takes. That's right. Well, Boyle, I give you credit on that outfit. That's, that's an all-timer. I don't know if I give you credit on not showering for three straight days, though, and going out to the U.S. Open. It's not like you were working in a library. You were out sweaty, disgusting, hot, flushing meadows. Yeah, I mean, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> not proud of the performance, but you just, you know, what do you do with any other thing that you don't, that you're not, that you're ashamed about? You just stuff it deep down and move on. <laughs> that's right. That's the, That's what the therapist will tell you. The healthiest way to deal with something you're ashamed of is to just Bury it deep and just never address it. I'm not going to address it. <laughs> when we come back, Trash Tuesday, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So what's eating you? People that get in the left lane and drive the speed limit. I gotta trash the NFL, man. Trash my ex-girlfriend. You want me to trash that? Trash Tuesday, my favorite day of the week, not for nothing. Time to vent. We take it out like the trash. It's Trash Tuesday. All right, everybody. You can always listen to the show on your phone. Use the CBS Sports app. Use the Odyssey app. Or you can watch us on YouTube or Twitch. Also across the great CBS Sports radio network. 
hundreds of affiliates nationwide and on Sirius XM channel 158. Pat Boyle is in this week once again at the producer slot, although not a permanent designation. Might never become permanent. Who knows? <laughs> not dressed like that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do you got with the outfit, folks? I sit in it. Boop, boop, boop. I just keep going down. Keep going down. Can't sit in one spot. Can't sit in one spot. Look at that. How is that happening? Can we get a chair that works in here, please? I sit in it, immediately slink down. Then I get a good spot, and all of a sudden, it's just like a slow escalator. Going down, going down. My God, I can't get comfortable. May I introduce you to the Odyssey budget department? <laughs> and somebody needs a nappy poo as well. Yeah. Anyway, really quickly, got a quick trash here. Um, me and my roommates use Venmo whenever we need to charge each other for something, rent, just if, if one of us orders food, we'll pay, you know, say, all right, what, what did you get? All right, here, pay me this. And my one roommate, so annoying. He is the first part. He'll send her up. You can remind somebody if they haven't paid you in like, you know, two days after they send or whatever. He'll be the first one to hit, send you a reminder to, to pay him $7 for when we got, you know, a breakfast sandwich. But when I send him the PSE&G every month, which, you know, in the summer can be like 80 bucks a person. Four days goes by, five days. I'm like, hey, man, can you send me the money? Can you can you send me the Venmo? You're so quick to send me a reminder two days after for $7. But you take your sweet-ass time when it's actually something important. So that, that really, really, really gets me angry. And I feel like he does it on purpose, too. So trash my roommate. Get that guy a napkin. <laughs> okay. Kevin Wall is in for Pete the Body this week. Kevin Wall, who are you trashing? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to tell you, Pat, there's something in this company. There really is. Pat's got to deal with the chairs. I'm dealing with people that don't know when to shut off their computers when they're done. Every single time when I come into work in the newsroom, same specific people. There's two, there's three. Uh-oh. It's the same people. I see 15 different tabs open. Internet Explorer open. Who uses Internet Explorer these days? Firefox open. Twitter open. <laughs> One of these days, DA, I'm going to be that person. Uh-oh. I'm going to be that person, and I'm just going to have a field day on their Twitter. And it's going to be that bad that they're not going to be able to sh show their face in public again. So you're going to hop on their Twitter that's open and just fire People got to learn, DA. People got to learn. People got to learn. People got to learn. That's what I do <laughs> every single time. I log in and I log out. That's what you do when you go to work. That's right. You know, I'm about to send a company email. I'm sick of it. It's the landfill. Overnights in El Paso. Could we get a Kevin Wall salvo widespread list serve wide? Everybody in the company? I mean, I'd uh, I'd advise against that. Maybe go direct to the source. One of the people who is the guilty party here has been doing this almost since his or her day one here. And at times uh -huh. has left not just Twitter. Oh. But like in like bank account stuff open, like oh. things that should not oh. be open. And when we've got a com we've got communal computers here only, you've got to make sure you close everything out. You just mm -hmm. have to. Did this person that leaves their accounts open apply to be the executive producer on the show? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've seen eHarmony open, you know, on that company computer wow. from this individual that works with us. Wow. That that outs that person right away. 
that's true. Not really. I wouldn't. I still don't know. Oh, it's Chef. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing bad about it. It just it fits the Chef motif. He's like, oh, I gotta go, and he just gets up and walks out and leaves everything open. All of his tabs. All of his. All of them. All, all the of time. his logins. Yeah. Dating, banking, mm-hmm. social, email. So bad. Yeah. Wow. Oh boy. Yeah. It, and people can do a lot with that type of information. Uh-huh. He's lucky everybody loves him so. Much. Yes. Now I would say in all of our defenses, at one point in time, you we each were able to log into the PC on our with our own right. stuff. You have your own profile on the computer itself. Now you can't really do that. There's a different kind of way. So. It's a little easier to make the mistake and leave your stuff open, but that's why you've got to triple check that you've logged yourself out and closed everything down because there are some losers that are working and will dig around and do some things that you don't want to be done to your stuff. Whoa, Bogues. And I don't mean walls like the, the funny tweet. You're that's your fault. But like, there's I don't I don't know what everybody's gonna do if they come across your company email or a bank account website. I never, careful. I never touch it. I never, you know, look into it. But it's just very frustrating yeah. every single day. And what? then when you have to log into your email account here, it automatically goes to the person who was last logged in, right. and you got to do that like three different times to get your email. Right. What are you doing at work that you have to log into your bank account that you can't do that on your phone? Or like most people have a personal laptop that. You, I would think you would bring to work or bring with anywhere you take a backpack or a bag with. Why? Why? I, I don't get it. You what know. is so important? You have to check your bank account <laughs> at work. Well, on the work computer. If we're being honest with Shep and his history, this might be the only place that has internet that he, that he goes to. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he's got to do everything here. He was living on the streets at one point. Right. In time, so. <laughs> he was also pretending to be a college student oh, no. to dorm at NYU for a little bit. That happened? Yeah. Housing, like- housing has been a bit of a challenge over the years for Shep. And so he's had to get creative. That's like the movie Accepted. South Harmon <laughs> Institute of Technology just creates a college. He pretended to be a college student. He needed the dorm at NYU. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so I think he took just enough credits to qualify for housing. I mean, that's I guess that's kind of smart. There was a bed bug issue at one point. Yeah. It's been a lot for Shep. So maybe we should be sympathetic to Shep. I was disgustingly off. There was only one, <laughs> only one weakness to the whole plan. He had to then go to college. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't and, need the degree. No. He wasn't interested in the classes, but he did have to enroll and take classes. Yeah, and NYU's a place that checks on those things. <laughs> Bogues, who are you trashing? Well, I've got to trash uh, my Swede Jake, who normally gets toasted on Thursdays, but we were at my buddy's house oh, this no. weekend. Oh, and, no. And Jake's just nine, and maybe parents will be in this same spot, but it's like up until... Now, I'd say we were past that time, but as you're growing up and learning to use the bathroom on your own, there are times where kids use too much toilet paper, Mm. like putting the whole roll, basically, in the toilet. This has happened at home once or twice. It's easily fixed with a plunge or two, and we're back to normal. (laughs) Saturday at my buddy's house, Jake was nervous to go to the bathroom. In a like in a in not in our house, so I sat outside the bathroom to make sure nobody walked in on Jake by accident. Okay. 
Good dad. I, good dad I, move. I, I hear a flush or two, then I hear dad. And we've now clogged my friend's toilet oh. with the ton of toilet oh. paper. So, again, this is a house full of people. Big oh. barbecue. My my buddy's barbecue is actually at the grill. I go, I got to fix this by myself. I look around. No plunger in this bathroom. Go downstairs. Other bathroom. Find a plunger. Going upstairs. Right, keep it on the down low. I fix it. Jake's not embarrassed. I'm plunging and plunging nothing. Oh. So, like, so, I mean, I'm in there for 20 minutes. I'm breaking a sweat. So now I'm like, I gotta, I gotta tell somebody. Now I need something more than this. So I get, first we go to the wife. She gives me a different plunger, a more industrial strength one. Still can't get this thing unclogged. Oh. We're going on, it felt like 45 minutes. And I'm not kidding, sweat rolling down my face. I finally had to go to my buddy and be like, I can't, I can't fix this. I don't know what to do. Do you have like a snake or anything? He's like, I'll, I got it. And then he spent 20 minutes oh. and somehow finally that thing unclogged and emptied. The biggest problem was the damn toilet, the actual like hole was too big for the plunger. So we never could get mm. like the perfect suction. But I wasted, like, people thought I left the party. I was gone for an hour trying to be nice and solve this problem on, on the sly. But we couldn't. So hopefully Jake has now finally learned his lesson to go very delicately with the TP usage. That's just offensive. That's a moment that scars a child. If he you, was heartbroken. If you have, if your dad and your dad's friend has to spend an hour <laughs> plunging yes. your toilet issue yeah. at a party, Jake will now use one piece of toilet paper for the rest of his life. Yeah. So our new problem is going to be dirty butts. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, I I backed up a friend's toilet in like their summer house, and it's still I can still remember how awful I felt. Like I never wanted to be his friend anymore. It was I so know. bad. Was there more than toilet paper in there? This was yeah. this uh, for me. It was bad. Yeah, it was like oh. an old like beach kind of shanty. So like the plumbing was not great, and I made the mistake of. Oh, I just needed to flush a second time to get it through, and then it all hell broke loose. Oh, and you had a that steamer was, in there. That was not good. That was not good. Oh. This was just oh. a huge you know, there were, wad of toilet paper. There really is an art, because I usually use, like, dude wipes. You can't flush those, though. No, I know. So when I'm forced, if I go in public bathroom, which I usually hate doing, I used to have, like, a fear of going in public bathroom, going number two. So now when I'm forced to do that, it's an art. The toilet paper to flush ratio. Totally. Yes. You usually you get two two pieces, two wipes, flush. Don't risk a third. Don't yeah. risk it. Because if you mess up once, you're, you're screwed. Airport bathrooms, work bathrooms, restaurant bathrooms. These are multiple flush situations. You have to consistently make sure that you are not at the precipice of doing exactly what yeah. young Jake Bogish did this weekend. And you're going to learn as AJ gets older, they're capable of producing <laughs> waste that doesn't seem there's enough space in their body for. I'm already seeing it. Yeah, but it's different when they're when it's like an adult size that you're used yeah, to doing yeah. and then yeah, it's coming yeah, yeah. out of this like 4 foot 4 60 pound kid. <laughs> so, we've had like, so Jake, a lot of chicken fingers. Before <laughs> you wipe, flush. Wipe a time or two and then flush. Right. We can't, you can't make a huge pile of all of this no, and then try no, and clear. No, Especially no, now can't. in New York because we have these stupid like governors on toilets where like it limits the 
actual the strength, amount the amount of water for conservation. You're right. So you really got to be careful. And You're right. There's also an art too in reducing the smell. As soon as that hits the water, gotta, boom, yeah. flush. Yep. As soon as it even, you hear that wa- that watermelon drop in, <laughs> splash, come back up, <laughs> boom, flush. That's what it. That's what it feels like. This yeah. is so. Feel like you drop a watermelon and it just <laughs> plunk. <laughs> How high are you sitting? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta hover. <laughs> I am trashing my electrical inspector because. Oh, we're back on this. The <laughs> hell is back. <laughs> I waited for months, months, for the guy that did my electrical to get the inspector back to my house to do the final electrical inspection. The guy finally responded to an email or a million emails or a million calls from the guy that did my electrical. The inspector finally comes, does it great. I got the sticker on the whole thing. Go to the town to get the final permit. They're like, oh, sorry, we don't have any record of the final inspection. I was like, well, what do you mean? It's been done. No, we, they, they have to file the paperwork. So I call the electric, electrician again. He's like, oh, my God. You got the sticker. She should have automatically he should have done the paperwork. Nope, don't have it. So now I'm on the wild goose chase again to get this guy just do paperwork, which I don't know, it might be like an email or something, just like click one thing and he won't respond again. So I thought I was out of the woods. I'm not out of the woods. We're now on week three. This is the beginning of week three of tracking him down again to just hit send on an email. Trash him. What a beatdown. Iron Man Sean, who showed up to Bob's bar, says, I'm trashing Clemson's recruiting. We have no receivers. This play calling is garbage. It just shows that DJ last year wasn't the problem. This was embarrassing. I love my Tigers winning or lose, but damn. Hashtag Trash Tuesday. Please keep your social distancing. All right, more trash is coming. Rob of the... Rob Rob says in the 7-3-4, but his tag is still in the 3-2-1, so... I'm trashing the guy that stole 60 bucks from my wallet, yet left $12 in it. If you're going to take it, take it all, dumbass. I wish I were joking. That's just offensive. Wow. So Robert is wallet stolen, but somebody just took money out of it, left the wallet, I guess. Big bills only. And they left him 12 bucks. Yeah. And Steven in South Carolina, trashing people who are at the gas station and think it's a social hour with a cashier. Get your lottery, cigarettes, move on. I don't want to stand in line all day. Hashtag move it. Are those maggots? Bogues is headlines. Not sure what the football version of Cameron Crazies is, but they got to storm the field in Durham last night. Leonard takes a knee. It's over. Both arms in the air for the head coach. And why not? A statement for Mike Elko as the students pour onto the field. 28-7 to the final score. Duke thumps the Tigers. Ninth-ranked Clemson, to be exact, as heard on Learfield IMG. Duke with its first top-10 upset in 34 years, and it comes in game one of year two for that head coach, Mike Elko. I think the guys in the room know who we are and know what we're all about. I think what this is, to some degree, is is validation to the country and to the people outside our program of what we're about and what we're capable of. His team had fewer yards and first downs than Clemson, but forced two fumbles inside the 10-yard line and blocked two two field goals as well. It didn't go well as a White Sox for Lucas Giolito. Then it didn't go well as an Angel, and now it's not going well as a Guardian. Yeah. And the 2-0 pitch, a swing at a high fly ball, left field deep. Quan will turn at the wall. That ball is back, and that ball is gone! A grand slam! He's done it again! 
Royce Lewis for the fourth time in his career, third time this season, has hit a grand slam, and the Twins take a 6-0 lead here in Cleveland. That's from Twins Radio. The three grand slams for Royce Lewis have come in just eight games. This one helping Minnesota crush Cleveland 26, extending their AL Central lead to six games. Giolito charged with nine runs over three innings. The Astros thumped the Rangers in Arlington 13-6. Seattle and Houston now in a virtual tie atop the AL West with Texas a game back. The Rangers also have the last AL wild card for now, a half game better than the Jays, who were 6-5 winners in 10 in Oakland. The Orioles got a 6-3 win in Anaheim after the Angels scratched Shohei Otani with a right oblique issue that popped up during BP. Before all of that, Otani's agent said they assume he will need some kind of procedure this winter for his elbow issue, but nobody said Tommy John. The plan is for Otani to just DH through next season. The Dodgers dealing with a second domestic violence incident with lefty starter Julio Arias. He was never charged for the first case, but still served a 20-game suspension. Now he's facing felony charges after an alleged incident on Sunday night. The Rams still calling Cooper Cup day-to-day after suffering a setback in his hamstring recovery last week. Cup saw a specialist in Minnesota yesterday. The Patriots placing potential starting right tackle Riley Reef on IR with a right leg injury suffering their preseason finale. And Alex Varev, interestingly enough, dressed like Pat Boyle for producing shifts, <laughs> beat Yannick Sinner in five <laughs> sets at the U.S. Open early this morning. The match ending at 1.39 a.m. Eastern after four hours and 41 minutes of action. The longest match of the tourney so far. DA, back to you. Did you stay for that? I did. So you wrapped up watching tennis. Again, you're not reporting or writing on it at all. <laughs> uh, no. no. You finished watching tennis in person at 1.41 last night. Yeah. You have to go home and shower after this. <laughs> I mean, really, you can't go back to the Open no. today. I mean, I have no power over you. Not a dad, an uncle, a brother, but... So you gotta go home and shower. Jeez, <laughs> you got. I mean, come. <laughs> you gonna go back to the open for another day of sitting in the sun? I'm gonna sweat again anyway. You, you got, it's got to be new sweat. It's got to be fresh sweat on a freshly cleaned body. At this point, why not just shower later today, tonight when I get back? No, because you'll do the same thing and then wait until one a.m. to get home. Right. You can't pull yourself away. You're an addict. Yeah. Yeah. First step, recognizing there's an issue. <laughs> Pull a Pete, make Wall do all of your post-show things, and walk out of here at like ten fifteen. Go home, take a shower, get to new, get to back to Long Island. You'll be fine. No, I can have everything wrapped up. We doing the PGP tomorrow? Yeah. I I no. I, all right, Bogues. All right, sure. I guess I'll go back and shower, man. You really want? You really going to demand me to do it? Don't you have a buddy in the city you can go? Shower? No, that's a the one. girl in the city. Oh, I do yeah, have girl. No, no. Wow. I don't have any uh, any chicas. What if you ask Boomer to use his apartment? He's already used his office that one time. Could do that. Could do that. No, that's yeah. I have one friend that's in Brooklyn, but that's not. That's kind of out of the way. Yeah, I need some friends in Manhattan or next door in Queens. True. When we come back here on the show, where were the college football elite matchups this weekend? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Muffins, mornings, 
Mothership. I ain't stole no doubt. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Where were the primetime elite matchups in week number one? Thanks to Florida State and LSU. Thanks to Florida and Utah for giving us something. Georgia played UT Martin. Michigan played East Carolina. Alabama played Middle Tennessee. USC played Nevada. Texas played Rice. Notre Dame played Tennessee State. Oregon hung 81 points on Portland State. K-State played Southeast Missouri. Wisconsin played Buffalo. Oklahoma beat Arkansas State 73 to nothing. Ole Miss beat Mercer 73 to 7. The list goes on and on and on. And college football wants to get closer to the pros because there's so much money to be had and everybody has their hand out for money. And we had a couple of good matchups, but they were so few and far between this weekend. And we'll get Alabama, Texas coming up this weekend, which is good. But Guess what? When we turn on the NFL season this weekend, we don't have the Kansas City Chiefs playing a team from the Canadian Football League. We don't have the Philadelphia Eagles playing a college football team. These mismatches of FBS to FCS opponents or tiny schools with barely a flickering football program, it's ridiculous. If you feel like you need a preseason, then college football should have a preseason. But these week one cupcake garbage matchups are a waste of time for everybody. Does Oregon need to play a team that it can beat 81 to nothing? What is that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.